Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we continue with J-Lo month, J-Lo March, if you will, with 2010's The Backup Plan, directed by Alan Paul and written by Kate Angelo. And Kate Angelo also wrote the screenplay for the movie Sex Tape, if anybody remembers, remembers Sex Tape. That's like one of those movies that I don't think I actually saw, but it was just kind of present around me. You know, like I knew it existed, but I don't actually remember seeing it. I have seen it. I remember a lot of just like people saying it's in the cloud. That's all I remember. I think that's part of why I think of it is, is I, is people say that a lot. Yeah. That's some of my association. Um, And the director has mostly done television like Tales of the City, which is like a classic, like queer series that apparently there's like the nineties version and then there's like another version on Netflix. I should watch it and figure out what that what that is. But otherwise, here we are with a very interesting film. Interesting in the sense that like it takes a story that really shouldn't be wacky. And makes it wacky for what feels like no reason now. Yeah, like, I, I like, like, this story deals with pretty heavy topics. I mean, it's dealing with, like, fertility and, you know, pregnancy in general, um, being a single parent, uh, figuring out compatibility around parenthood. And I think all of these topics are really interesting. And there's not a lot of movies that actually tackle them in ways that feel nuanced and and like actually like they dig in and it feels like this movie wants to have these topics in the rom-com genre but does want to get into the the weeds and I think that's where on one hand for me I actually liked this movie more than I thought because I liked some of the things it was trying to explore and say and do but on the other hand I think that's why it doesn't work as a rom-com yeah well because this is a movie about a woman who J-Lo, she's playing a character named Zoe, which I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. J-Lo wants to have a baby, hasn't really found the guy, you know, is like, you know, getting towards the age where like fertility is more difficult. And so she decides that she wants to be inseminated and she buys the sperm and she gets and she gets it done. And like, spoiler alert, like she I love that she gets impregnated on the first try. Like she does and she doesn't think so. Like she's not cocky about it at all. And then it happens. And then she's like, oh shit, <laughs> this is really real. Yeah, it's really interesting because it's obvious she's known she's wanted to be a mom. And she hasn't really had a good relationship in a long time. And she's kind of over trying for that. But she also seems really, it's not that she's not ready, but I think she just is so aware of how hard it is to get pregnant a lot of times. And so she's just like expecting that it'll take a long time and then it doesn't. And she's like, oh shit, this is working. (laughs) Wait, I didn't really think it would work. Yeah. Yeah. And I just realized that like this was, 
this was like a time for her because she's also like two years later, which I'm sure we're going to do on the podcast, what to expect when you're expecting. She starts not to. She was like, that was on her brain, I guess. Yeah, it, I really do wonder, especially because like J-Lo has, especially in recent years, she produces a lot of the movies she's in or she has a producer credit at least. And I'm very curious the circle of what she puts into it before you know she's not writing it but like what themes she says I want to be in a movie about this or if she's finding the scripts or if she's just saying I want my character to really you know be thinking about this aspect of motherhood because she does kind of go down these themes and obviously actresses get cast based on roles they've already played but with JLo like JLo's always kind of decided what she's gonna do when it comes to movies like she's always it feels like every movie she's in even you know many of them which don't do well necessarily on a on a film level it feels like j-lo knew that she wanted to do the story like she's not just being in a movie like for j-lo it's like yes i mean with marry me as we talked about it, it very clearly felt like a movie she was invested in both financially and emotionally And so this one, I'm very curious because like you say, it's around this time when she is in these movies specifically around motherhood. And she did, she actually does have twins. She had them in 2008. And and she's pregnant with twins in this movie. So I think that that's also really interesting. I almost feel like this movie was her idea. Yeah, that's that was I basically had a long winded way of getting. Yeah, (laughs) that's my long winded agreement. I actually forgot that she had twins. I know she's a mom, but I forgot she had twins. So that really confirms the fact that this is a movie she was like, I want to make this. Let's go. Yeah, you know, JLo's kids, those are kids that you see a lot. Like, those are they're like 14 now, which means what she must like privacy must be really important because i haven't heard hide nor hair a thing about these kids i didn't even know what their names were (laughs) yeah these kids are well stored away these are celebrity kids that i mean a-list super celebrity kids that are kept out of the spotlight i'm very i mean their dad is mark anthony (laughs) like yeah (laughs) but they are just they're just chilling yeah this this movie is so interesting because, well, we're once again in a situation where J-Lo is playing a white person. We're we're back to white J-Lo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is white J-Lo. She's not even Italian here. She's just, uh, just you know, non-cultured white. Just a white American she, named Zoe. Well, I, I, I also can't get over the fact that she's named Zoe. Her name Zoe. is Zoe, and her mom is played by the mom from the nanny and i'm just like she's not supposed to be jewish is she or or that's i don't know she says nana so i don't know if that's like her grandmother but it seems like like age-wise that that would be her mom but i don't she says nana i don't know their relationship is really unclear i mean like it's her mom but like it it's and they also just like i I was also not sure about that they also just don't seem related at all (laughs) to me not at all no, not not on an emotional level or a physical level, which that does seem to be the through line of J-Lo and her parents in these movies is like, especially these movies where she's white. It's like J-Lo and her random white parent that has no chemistry with her, not because they as an actor don't have chemistry, but just because like them and J-Lo don't have chemistry. Yeah, and it's just like, I just, 
I I realized I'd never seen JLo's mom before, so I just took a look at her, and oh my god, she's adorable! Like, if she ever, like, casted a mom that just, like, looks like her mom, it would just be so... Oh, it's adorable. I would love a JLo. I would love a JLo mom She cameo. and her mom look so cute together. I'm obsessed with this. This must be a really private woman because I've also never seen that lady before. <laughs> her name is. Yeah, I got to say, JLo knows how to keep it tucked away. She knows how to keep her family like behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to do. I mean, it's even harder now than it was 30 years ago, but she does it. So kudos to yeah, her on that. Kudos to JLo. So Zoe, she used to work in like finance, like so something like money, money, money thing, like the private sector or something like that. And then she leaves that and she op- she opens a pet store. So she's, her name is Zoe. She has a pet store. She's hanging out with like, I don't understand why she hangs out with Eric Christian Olsen. Like it, it's not even that like, he's not, it's not that he's like so much younger than her. It's just like, you just wonder how they would meet. Like, unless she was like fucking him on the side. I just don't understand why they know each other. And also why he gets so jealous all the time when she talks about being with other people. Their friendship makes no sense. Like her and Michaela Watkins are fantastic as friends. You know, Michaela Watkins is, I I love her character. She's the mom character who's like, oh my God, what did I do? I am so tired. You are like, she's like, good luck. (laughs) Like she's just always trying to buy a muffin or like drink some wine and relax. Like she's tired and I I, Yeah, no, I love it. She's the kind of person where it's like, if I just walked up to Michaela Watkins and I was like, I really want to have a kid soon. She'd be just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why? Yeah, like, she's fully the, the whole movie, she's like, don't have a kid. What don't are you talking about? She's like, you own a pet store, which, I mean, LOL. Like, owning a pet store is so adorable and such a rom-com job. Obviously, there are real people who own pet stores. But just the fact, the reason that JLo's character, a.k.a. Zoe, the reason that Zoe owns a pet store is because she, you know, she was working in finance and she was disillusioned with corporate culture. And then she adopts this dog that was like in a puppy mill and like has limited mobility. So it's like one of those little dogs that has like that little cart on the back. (laughs) It's so sad. It's like so pathetic. And the dog falls over all the time in the movie. And she's always like, oops, I got to pick up the dog. so (laughs) terrible for this dog. (laughs) I feel so bad for this dog. And basically loving that dog made her realize that she wasn't happy with her life path. But I just love that she immediately was like, well, obviously I can just buy the, she basically buys out the, the mill that the dog was at and now has like a humane. It, I mean, it's, it's unclear. It's like a pet store. It's also like a, a place where people with pets come and they have like seminars yeah there was like training seminars to talk about dogs yeah i don't even know that's so that's so interesting to me too because like that dog i i kept on wondering how long she must have had the pet store and how long she's had the dog because that dog is not trained yet yeah (laughs) oh yeah no that was the other thing is like that dog's not trained she doesn't really seem like a good pet owner 
I mean, I don't really feel like I can speak to it because I don't have a dog, but like in the, you know, she owns a pet store. That's a big thing. And you see this dog just kind of always begging for her attention or like falling over. And I'm like, it, it seems like she needs to spend a little more time with her dog or hire someone to come help with the dog. Cause she's just like running all over and this dog is suffering. Yeah, this dog is not okay she's never home and she doesn't have a dog sitter she doesn't have like a walker like somebody to take it to the park like you have money girl like go have somebody there are so many comedians in new york that are waiting to walk your dog yeah just let them walk your dog you know make it let just just let that partnership begin the beautiful partnership so she meets this this guy named Stan, who is a dairy farmer? Is that is that his job? Yeah, he works at a farm that specifically is a goat farm. Um, so he has a bunch of goat cheese, which I was like, okay, I am horny for that. Yes. Like, I love... I can't really digest most dairy, um, hot, <laughs> some hot goss for the listeners, but uh, goat milk, I can. And a goat farmer, I love it. Like, yeah, I'm wet. You know, it does it. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's like a goat farm guy at the farmer's market. And she meets him. Well, she meets him in the most rom-com, meet-cute, antagonistic way. Because, like, they're both trying to get a cab. It's one of those. And then, like, he steals her cab or she steals his. I can't remember which was looking for the cab first. I don't think it matters. It's just one of those, like, hey... And then they kind of have a flirtatious exchange while they're fighting over the cab. And then later she's at the farmer's market with Michaela Watkins and they're getting muffins because Michaela Watkins has to go to some parent event. And she's just like complaining. She's like, oh, this is such bullshit. She's like, if you become a parent, you're going to have to go to all these stupid events and bring things and you're not going to like it. (laughs) She's just so over it. And while they're there, the goat farmer sees JLo and is all like oh are you stalking me and she's like no I'm not stalking you and he's like immediately just like let's hang out I mean he like shoots his shot ASAP yeah he he him I hate him really I hate him I really 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 hate him I just okay so why why do you hate I him? just think that he is I just think that he's an asshole I just think that he's like a self-centered asshole like I wish there was like a funny way to put it but it's like I just I really <laughs> well because they have their whole like flirtation and they're dating and whatever and then everything changes after they've had sex which she so so they're dating and she finds out that she's pregnant, which like that was a whole hijink thing with the dog. And did it show? Didn't the the test? She was taking the test right before the date, and then she didn't see the result of the test. And then the dog like swallowed it or something. Yeah, the dog like basically grabs the pregnancy test, and you know she's only been on one date with him before she's taking the test, and the test is obviously from. Her, you know actual fertility treatment not from him and so she's just like uh <laughs> is this did this sperm work and then the dog's taking it and then he's like knocking on the door and then she's like come in and then like 
she's like talking to the dog and he can kind of hear her talking to the dog and he's like trying to not be weirded out you know it's one of those where she's like get me the she's like give me the test and then he's just out there farm farm boy i'm gonna call him farm boy and and that's yeah i mean that it's kind of like they don't really even have time to date they they literally hang out and have one date before she finds out she's well yeah and then she's like oh shit i gotta tell him." yeah and then they they like have sex and then she's like i'm pregnant and he's just like oh it happened that fast and i'm just like okay and she explains the whole insemination thing and he acts like he's this is like the first strike for me he acts like he's like being betrayed like this is a woman that you just met why would this be information that you would know i mean if it were me i would say because i overshare i'd be like hello i'm jordane pregnant Searles. like (laughs) you know but like you just met this woman you don't and it's just like i don't know there's just like his whole energy is like a little like weirdly possessive for like a new relationship and then just like oh how is this thing going to work well you see like the baby doesn't come out until like nine months from now (laughs) and this actually does not have to be your problem at all if you don't want it to be it's kind of like my thing and I mean of course she's like I want to have the baby by myself because I didn't get the family that I thought that I was going to have. But now it's like, I have the ba- I have the pregnancy and now I have the perfect guy. And it's like, let me try to juggle the two things. And I just want, this is a man who does not want children. And so like the fact that she is, she's trying so hard to make it work and he's not even really being that flexible. Like so much of their relationship is just like him being terrified about being a dad when like it's so early on that like she hasn't decided whether you can even be that yet so why are you acting like this and he's like spent so much time just like talking to anthony anderson who is just credited as a dad like he doesn't even have a name he just runs into anthony anderson and suddenly they're talking and anthony is talking about like a marriage that he's in and this man is talking about dating a beautiful successful woman who just happens to be pregnant as if it's the exact same thing and it made me want to reach into the screen and just like grab his neck that's so funny i had such a different take on it because i just felt like oh yeah he didn't think he wanted kids and then he falls for her and like he finds out early on that she's pregnant but he doesn't want to nip this relationship in the bud because he's like well maybe I do want to have kids because I really like this woman and she's, you know, maybe, maybe because he was never like a, I never want kids person. He was just kind of, it wasn't his plan. And she is obviously into him too. And kind of like, I feel like they both waffle a lot emotionally. So for me, I wasn't like, Oh fuck him. I was just like, Oh yeah, this is one of those situations that's kind of impossible to handle in a clean way without just doing the hard thing immediately which would be to just not be together Ah. you know like like for him to just be like i don't think i want kids and for her to be like no the thing is is that if you're dating someone and you find out that they are pregnant that is a decision that you have to make i don't really think it's something that you can like really waffle on like either you can be with a mom or you can't and the fact that he's just like kind of like half in it 
for so much of it. And she finally calls him out on it near the end. But he just feels like one foot in, one foot out of the relationship the entire fucking time. And I don't know, man. Like, I just keep on thinking about, like, pregnant women and how I would feel. And I just was just like, if if I was around the energy of a man who is unsure when I am gestating life, I'm throwing him out the window. I don't need unsure. You're sure you're here. You're here. You're committed. If you're not committed, you don't be here. But I mean, it's like, it's also just because like, this is something that I want for myself. So this is, so this is also just like how I would, like, if I was dating this guy and he was acting like that, I would dump him. Like I would immediately dump. He would not, he would not have made it as far as this guy did at all. Like, it's crazy to me. Well, it's funny because, I mean, to me, it's, he literally had been on one date with her. And so she was like, I don't expect anything from you. I want to raise the, I want to raise this kid alone, but I need you to know that this is what's going on with me. And he was kind of like, okay, well, do we still hang out? And she's like, I mean, I want to. So that's where I felt it wasn't clear cut. Cause you know, it's not like they'd been dating for a few months and then he found out they had been on one date. So like he, he didn't want to nip like he didn't know like it's not even about the kids at that point it's like you have a strong connection with someone and you're like oh should I just not even explore this connection um because of this that was my opinion because she was very clearly like wanting him to get to know her I mean, like it's not like she was like no she was like yeah I mean, she does but it's like I don't know like everything he just acts like so like terrified of the idea and like whenever she talks about something kid related he's just like so snippy and so rude and he just treats it like an intrusion on their relationship so early on that by the time like we get to their like happy ending because of course these movies have that I just don't really understand how they could have gotten there because this is a man who doesn't even want to hear he doesn't want to hear about a stroller this is a man who doesn't want to hear about anything like it's like she I remember but what are you talking about he literally ordered her a custom stroller and he wasn't even with her he literally like went specifically to get her the best stroller yes like but it's like I don't know and he literally was like figuring out the finances because he was realistic about it and was like I want to make sure that these kids are I felt like see in my opinion he was just like communicating about the difficulties instead of just being like yay he was like okay let's talk about the money okay what kind of things do we need because she was so unable to open up he's like okay let's talk about it like she was just like I'm having kids and he's like okay so am I part of this do you want me to be part of this and she's just like, I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, um, if I am, you know, we like each other. If I am, then maybe I should figure out what I'm doing with my finances, you know, because he was like going back to school, his character. Yeah. And and he's he's just like figuring out the logistics, which I think is something a lot of people don't do when they have kids. And he was like figuring that stuff out and trying to talk to her about it. And she was just like, not able to have a conversation with him because she was so reactive and so just like you know pregnant like it's just I just this whole thing just like makes me uncomfortable I just don't believe that she should have to be dealing with any of his shit while being pregnant I just but she's not dealing with his shit he's literally trying to have a conversation about what it would be like to parent like I don't I'm not saying his character is perfect or anything but I really felt like his character was trying to like communicate like okay so we're together we're gonna have kids how do we do this and not in a like you need to figure it all out but like I'm looking at these things what do you think 
and she was like so afraid he was gonna leave her that she would just be like snip at him and i'd be like well what like what is he supposed to do i don't know i when did when did he snip at her her the entire time what i feel like we watched different movies because like his energy is so hostile and like i I literally don't remember it being I watched, at all. I, it's so funny because I watched the first half by myself and I watched the second half with Laura and we both thought that he was hostile. So it was just both of really? us just being like, fuck this guy. Alex and I both didn't think he was hostile. I, I just, I found him to be, I found him to be so hostile. I found him to be mean. I found him to be like, the thing is like, just like not really understanding of like the way that hormones work and like the way to like broach topics with her because it's not just that she's being withholding because she's scared it's also just like he doesn't know how to talk to her like all of their conversations are just like so they don't communicate well and they i i agree with that they definitely don't communicate well and he's definitely stupid about pregnancy i mean if you just had sex with someone, they're not going to be pregnant right away. Like you wouldn't know until it's at least like a month out, you know, like or three weeks out or something like that's not how it works. You know, you don't have a positive pregnancy test the next day. He, he obviously doesn't know really basic stuff about the anatomy of pregnancy. And he sh- he's a grown man who should be doing that research on his own and not forcing her to hold his hand through that. I- you know, so I, I totally agree with that. And I don't I don't think that they have good communication. But I guess I just don't remember him being like hostile. I remember him being a little confused. And I think that's like a normal human response. Like if you like, I don't think she owes him anything. I don't think he owes her, her anything. I just think it's like, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, I just feel like it's a big thing like you're gonna have questions and feelings i mean i just i feel like it just like speaks to my larger issue with the film which is that it treats motherhood like this like disgusting embarrassing thing that nobody should talk about to the point where like when she goes to she goes to like this like mother support group and it's run by melissa mccarthy and all these like nice ladies and every scene with them is just so like wacky and like uh isn't it gross like women trying to support each other isn't it gross to just oh, like I didn't read that I didn't read it that way at I all thought it was, I, th- I thought it was supposed to be like I just thought it was supposed to not funny I didn't think it was making fun of like the women for being moms I thought I mean I knew it was written by a woman and I was like I felt like it was supposed to be comedy in the way that you make comedy about things that you love where it's like yeah here's some of the things that women talk about when they're dealing with motherhood you know and here's some of the things that might seem funny here's some of the things that are hard but I didn't I didn't think it was mean-spirited I found the water birth scene to be really mean-spirited I mean yeah the water birth scene was definitely I mean not I mean to me that also felt very like 2010 comedy like gross out comedy which was kind of happening with every subject so I guess I didn't I, I didn't feel specifically i mean yeah it was over the top and i definitely was like you don't need to do all this we get it i don't know i just felt like the film has like a lot of disdain for the human body and the fact that there's like so many like like fluid jokes and like just like nastiness and like i don't know it's like it just it i mean i i agree like i didn't think I didn't like a lot of the gross out humor around like the the kind of almost body horror around pregnancy. I found it to be pretty predictable and kind of hacky. I guess I guess I just didn't feel like it was particularly 
mean-spirited because it just felt like, oh, this is such a comedy style that I don't like in general that was happening a lot when this was made. So I was just like, yeah, they're playing up really basic body functions because LOL poop, LOL, you know, like that kind of thing, (laughs) which I've never liked, (laughs) like whether it's about pregnancy or otherwise. So I think I just was like, well, this obviously isn't for me. (laughs) It's so interesting how like different our reads are. And I feel bad, but it's like my genuine feeling like is really just like I you you shouldn't feel bad I know I mean I there's no reason for you I just hate him and I just wanted her to raise the kids by herself I just I I I really just thought that he was awful and also part of it was that they didn't have any chemistry but I just felt like he acted like a brat like I just felt like he talked like a child and I just it was just so it was so annoying I wanted to wring his stupid neck I wanted him, I wanted, something gets set on fire in the movie at some point. I wanted it to be him. I really did. <laughs> this is so Because funny. he's the, the thing yeah, is, is like... that he's written as the exact nightmare that a woman might deal with if she's going to have a kid. Like he's like, a not like the, not like the worst possible case scenario, but the fact that you're like in this mode, you're like, I'm going to have this kid. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be, and then you just have this guy, this like rain cloud following you around. That's like trying to get you to like, talk about, it's like, she's rich. Why are we even talking about money? She's rich. I see. I read the money as him. Like he wants to help. And I feel like that's so much of what's happening is he's fumbling because he's like, how do I actually support you and help you? I don't know how to do this. I want to support you and help you. And I mean, that's a conversation that they do have where he's like, how do I, you know, you're so awesome. How do I be there for you? And I normally that kind of conversation gets on my nerves because it feels like the male character putting his insecurity on the woman and making her deal with it. Like you need to make me feel better about the fact that you're amazing or, you know, I feel insecure because you're successful, but I didn't get that from it. I got it more that he was just genuinely trying to figure out how to be her partner. And there was like the perfect storm of some of his ineptitudes and then like her not wanting to, open up and then but then like her wanting to be with him and him wanting to be with her and them just being like okay we'll just have this weird like I felt like they both had one foot in one foot out of the relationship and when he said oh the kids are hers at the farmer's market that to me that wasn't him saying I'm they're not mine it was like she had made it very clear to him many times these are not your kids these are mine So I felt like he was following her lead with that. You see, I feel like the movie backs you up in that in that respect, especially in the scene where she's just like, the door is right there. But and and he was just like, I hate it when you say that. But for me, for me, I just personally think that when a woman is pregnant, she has carte blanche to act whatever way that she wants and you are the person who has to bend for her and i'm not saying that that means that she doesn't have to do any work at all but i just think that it takes a certain bit of sensitivity and effort and like nuance with the way that you talk that he had none of and it just seemed like she wasn't just having to like figure out how to be pregnant how to be a mom she was also like it was like a crash course for him on like how to be a partner it just and I just feel like that's just so much effort for 
some there are people who are already emotionally mature enough that you don't really need that like let's say i was the person that was dating jlo and jlo was pregnant all of the invasive behaviors that she exhibits the things that she wants to avoid the whole the door is right here all of that i'm not saying that i would be like perfect but i would respond to that in a much more mature way than he does he just like can't he overreacts to pregnancy hormones in a way that it's just like have you ever not have you not met a woman have you ever met like what do you think is going on with her body like it's just the movie doesn't even like really take into account that like so many different things are going on with her body right now she's going through a radical change and all he does is fucking whine like he talks about the he talks about the logistics of like parenting but he doesn't ask like like what's going on with your body what can I do to support you when she's talking about like stuff that she needs and stuff that she's interested in? Like he just like acts like it's the most like stressful, like boring, like you have to, someone has to be calm in the situation. A pregnant woman needs a caretaker, not like a, just a fucking, like a, like a mannequin in a Henley, just like walking around. just like, fucking, <laughs> oh my I God. fucking hate it. You hate him so he much. <laughs> He is not, oh this is God. not, this is my whole thing. It's like, this is not the guy that you want to be the father of your children. And they end up together. And I do not believe that that marriage works at all. I do not. No. I mean, I don't believe their marriage works either, but there's very few men I've seen in movies that seem like they'd be good dads. So it's not like <laughs> there's like a rich <laughs> tapestry of them where I'm like, oh, all these other guys are so much better. And like- you know, I, I, I just like, I don't really, I guess I just didn't read it. I mean, there are definitely some scenes where like, he, I mean, the uh, ultrasound scene is ridiculous. It's just the movie trying to do like classic, like, oh my God, vagina. Uh, somebody's putting a thing in the vagina. What are they putting a wand up there? That's crazy. People can put things in women's vaginas that aren't, you know, my genitalia like that. Like, that scene is really obnoxious and there's definitely moments where i mean like the after the water birth when he's all like freaked out i'm just like dude grow up he's fuck just off like, i never want to see yeah when he's just like oh again. my god i'm like dude grow the fuck up that's Come a on. man that that's that is um, that is 100 a man that doesn't even know how to eat pussy like what are you even you don't even <laughs> yeah. know what to do down no it's there. definitely not he definitely doesn't have like good pussy eating energy um i yeah so i'm not gonna like i'm not my point isn't to defend him i guess i just didn't i didn't read him the way that you did <laughs> i was just like okay yeah they they uh don't make sense chemistry wise but i'm not surprised because so far she hasn't been matched with a man who has the correct chemistry for j-lo you know and it's also another instance where JLo's character is written as like an awesome woman, but we also don't really get a whole lot actually about who she is. You know, we know what she does. We know that she's pregnant. We don't really get a lot from her and we definitely don't get a lot from him. So it's hard to really dig into their relationship on a compatibility level when you don't really know who they are outside of like, what's your job? Yeah, I mean, the main thing that we know about J-Lo in this movie is that she has bangs. Oh, does she have bangs? Wow. They are, wow. Yeah, her hair, like, 
JLo is so gorgeous. We all know this. That doesn't need to be, you know, like it, it's it's obvious. But the hair in this did not work on her for me. Like Alice kept saying, that is white lady. That is a white lady's hairstyle. And I was like, well, her name's Zoe in this. She's so. supposed to be white in this. Yeah, it's her like going like this is the most white that I've ever seen her in a movie. And it's and it's just weird because it just like it it robs her of like any flavor she's just like flailing around like she's fucking jennifer aniston it's like you're not jennifer aniston why are you trying to act like jennifer aniston yeah yeah no it's totally a jennifer aniston hairstyle and yeah i mean i think like their relationship i guess i just i did feel like they i understood how they had crushes on each other like, you know, having a crush is a very different emotion and or action than deciding to have kids and get married. You know, you can have a crush on someone and never do anything about it. Or maybe you hook up or maybe you go on a few dates. I don't think that they should have gotten married. I definitely think that Jayla would probably do better if she just like raised the kids and stayed part of that support group. Well, she ha- she like, you know, seems and- to resent the support group a little bit like it's i did not i really hated okay so melissa mccarthy runs this awesome support group for single moms and i like love it and i love her and there's like a scene where after jlo's met farm boy she's like talking about him and she's like yeah i think he might raise these kids with me and then every woman in it like turns against her and is like this is a single moms group and i was like so annoyed at that writing choice because that would not happen i was like that's bullshit no, I cannot imagine the women being like, fuck you, you don't get to be part of the group. That's That would not happen. At most, they might say, hey, like, you can't bring him to some of our events because we want to keep the space, you know, a certain way. Or, or like, maybe don't center him in everything. But I cannot imagine them all kicking her out. That was just so, car- that felt like very offensive to how emotionally mature and caring these characters, I think, would be. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I guess, like, for me, like, with this movie, I like that it tries to deal with these things and fails. These topics. To me, it's, like, way more interesting to fail at this to, than to fail at another movie where someone works at a vague ad agency and, like, falls for their, like, you know, somebody who works at another ad agency or whatever, there's 8 million of those we've covered. So even though this doesn't succeed, it's exploring things that we don't see all the time on the podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm very passionate about the, his behavior in this movie because I'm very passionate about this topic. And as a person who, you know, it might clearly be in that position one day, like, I would just absolutely yeah. just know. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally, for the record, anyone listening, I hope that nobody would listen to this and think that I'm saying, like, pregnant women don't deserve support or that it's not, like, a, a ridiculous amount of physical exhaustion because that's definitely not at all where, like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, if you are carrying children, your partner needs to, like, help support you in any way possible and like make sure that your feet are rubbed and not not add stress i totally agree with that yeah i just 
you want somebody who's like, yeah, I want to get my life in order. And that's important. And we should talk about that. But we also want somebody who runs a bath for you and, you know, lights some soothing candles and reads up on pregnancy so that they know what to expect so that they're not surprised by everything. You know, you don't, the thing is, is that like you, you're, you're trying to raise the child inside you. You're not trying to raise a child that you found on the street. Like <laughs> so this is this, the man, there's whatever, time. there's time to settle in whatever it. partner that you choose, make sure that they are not your child. That's, that's, that's all, yeah. that's all I really, I really want to impart. <laughs> and I definitely also agree that like, you know, Zoe wants to be a mom. She wants to have kids. And yeah, being with someone who's not sure, that's not going to work because building a family is a lot of work, even if you know you want it and your partner wants it. So being with someone who doesn't know, yeah, that that's definitely, I definitely think that for her well-being, it would have been better to just push him away immediately. Yeah, know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like that's, it's it's a pretty yes or no question. Like, do you want to have kids? Obviously, a lot of people are not sure and they're like, maybe if I'm with the right person or in the right situation. Um, but if you are talking to a person who is pregnant <laughs> and they are like, hey, do you want to have kids? I am going to have them. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, you got to figure like, out I'm, how you I'm, feel. I'm having the kids. Like, yeah. Having yeah all the, like, way- the kids are, there's going to be some kids inside of me, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just little beans now, but they'll be like little fetuses and then eventually they'll be babies. Man, like if it were me, I would have spent so much time with Melissa McCarthy, even with that terrible wig that they put on her. I would, (laughs) I would just. This show has so many bad, this show, this movie, (laughs) this movie. (laughs) I don't know why I said show, but here's my brain today. This movie has so many bad wigs. I was like, that would be a drinking game for watching this movie. I'm not saying anyone should watch this, but if you did watch this you should take a shot every time you see a bad wig or a hairstyle you're not sure if it's a wig but it's bad yeah yeah and we watch a lot of 2010 movies but this stood out in that area (laughs) oh yeah no it's real bad this is aggressively 2010 aggressively absolutely i've been trying to think of alternatives to this movie and i think it kind of goes back to the fact that there's not really rom-coms that are successful about this topic nope unfortunately there really aren't like i like obviously when i think i mean the only like uh the only rom-com with a pregnancy that i can think of that i like and that i would suggest and i'm sure that i've suggested it before is um waitress Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just watch. Like, I was, like, thinking of comedies with pregnancy, and I was like, I mean, Juno is so obvious, but, you know, it does have romance, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Ju- you know? Juno is a good option. Mm-hmm. Waitress is a good option, especially because, like, Waitress takes the road that I think is more realistic in terms of, like, what it would be like you know you're dating somebody you're pregnant what you're gonna do like i do appreciate um how realistic it is but 
<laughs> it's it's also funny though because like in waitress it's like she's pregnant and the person that she's dating is like like a, like he delivers babies and stopped her <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like that's that's a good match. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody who's not going to freak out about a water birth. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I just, I feel like this episode is so like autobiographical for me because I just kept every scene of this movie. I just kept on being like, "Here's what I would have done. Here's what I would have done. Here's what I would have done. Here's what I would have not put up with for one motherfucking second. And that's <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's also why I have a different take because I'm not gonna have kids. Like that's not something I want. So I didn't. I have a lot of empathy, and I have friends with kids, and you know, I'm an aunt, but I. I wasn't really putting myself in her shoes as viscerally as I could have been. So I was just like, huh, from the outside, looking at this relationship, what's the dynamic? Yeah, yeah. I just, J-Lo, I wish you the best. Just Absolutely. in general. I movie J-Lo, real life J-Lo, J-Lo. all the J-Los, music video J-Lo. I'm, I'm saying all this as if we don't have more J-Lo to do, but I just... I mean, we we have another J Lo after this one, listeners. We do. This is March J Lo madness. This is our, you know, this is our March. It's 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 beautiful, and you know, the next <laughs> the next one that we are doing is 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 quite a film, quite quite it's, a film. I would say I would I would say that it is topical, and not not like marry me, not in the sense that it just came out, but I, I think there's topical aspects that we will dig into and. I think listeners could probably figure it out just based on that. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the Bad Romance Podcast. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, man. We're, we're everywhere. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. We love a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. We appreciate it. If you like the podcast, it helps us get a little boosted so that new people can discover us. I hope you're drinking water and being nice to yourself. Um, My voice is kind of croaky. Uh, That's been happening lately because when I go out and socialize, I get really hyper and I talk a lot and then I lose my voice. I'm Bronwyn Isaac. I'm Jordan Searles. Bye. Bye. Bye.